0: Episode 293, The Kingdom Parables Part 4, The Treasure Parables. Matthew thirteen forty four. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all that he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And when he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. What I love about these parables is the transactional use of business language. We're technically left the agrarian language of the day to speak of great treasure. It's not relatable to the normal demographic, but it is. Everyone has dreamed and daydreamed of winning the lottery or discovering treasure. It's so true. Now Jesus uses this language to speak of you and me or the church or Israel with the same language. The parable of the pearl of great price is so simple and prophetic in nature. At this time, no one really gets it. It even says the devil doesn't get it, that Jesus will become the great sacrifice, the fulfillment of the entirety of the old covenant with his death on the cross, but no one gets it. I mean, some call him the Messiah, but do they really know that he's literally gonna be hanging on a cross to fulfill the old covenant? First Corinthians two eight. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Few realize he's actually the Messiah. Some do, but few do. But does anyone fathom the the unlimitless love that God would give his true son, Jesus, to die on the cross to fulfill the covenant? I doubt it now think about this in the context of the knowledge of the day and the business law language of exchange in mind here's the business language for service exchange to trade services for goods and or money the simplest form of legal language for business exchanges is this that material goods or the business equivalent of money is exchanged for a product or a service legally it's an exchange of one thing for another Legally, both sides must fulfill each side of the agreement for it to be complete, and once it is, the legal agreement, a legal legal conclusion is that one person comes out with a, a exchange of services or an action or goods in exchange for money or something that they did. That's the conclusion of the illegal agreement. In the case of the Old Testament, Sin must be covered by the sacrifices of the blood of bulls and goats or sheep. Jesus is coming to bring a new covenant by fulfilling the old covenant by his shed blood and bringing a better one. Now the parable again. Matthew 13, 45. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. In this case, God himself is the merchant, for it says in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, For the eyes of the Lord range through the earth, and to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. So God is searching for men that are hungry, uh, for him to fulfill them, uh, for him to um, fill them with righteousness. He's looking throughout the earth for those who seek him, for he will find them. God is looking for his fine pearls, the pearls great price. So who is the pearl? It's you. It's me. First Timothy 2, four. he desires that all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So despite our free will, God is desiring everyone's salvation. The issue is who will accept him. He's looking throughout the whole earth for his own, and he will find those who accept him for what God searches for, he will find. And in summary, the merchant is looking for that pearl of great price, and that pearl of great price is you. You are the valuable treasure. You are created in the image of God Himself, just a little lower than God Himself. Above the angels, it actually says in one verse, you were created the image of God. What else do you need to know? You were created to be part of a family of God, of His DNA. His image, His character, if you're willing to accept it, you are the pearl of great price. For when He found you among many throngs of believers or people out there, among the simple to the great leaders of history who accepted Him, people with righteous hearts, you and me, He did something that is astounding beyond astounding. We are now found... But God himself needed to purchase us out of the world and set us apart. Then it says he went away, sold everything he had to buy that pearl of great price. What does that mean? How does God sell everything? He technically created the whole world, and it's his, right? Um, But these verses explain it was with Jesus, God's only son, that he sells everything. And the greatest price one can pay for anything is their life, their greatest compassion. Um, In the case of the Father God, it was the giving of his one and only Son. It was Jesus himself who actually said this. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 1 Corinthians 5.21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 1 Corinthians 6.20, for you were bought at a price. (laughs) It's pretty clean language, right? So now we're going to this business language transition. You know, it says that the merchant sold everything that he had and bought that pearl of great price. For you were bought at a price, and the price was Jesus' death. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 7.23 You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. There was no other way for God to redeem the world. The old covenant and the sacrifice of bulls and goats and sheep wasn't enough. It required a permanent fulfillment of the law. You are the pearl of great price. And Father God, as the merchant, gave everything so that he could restore a relationship with us. So conclude this episode of Message to Kings. There's so much more here, so much. You never thought about how pearls are made. It's a crazy analogy of friction and resistance that makes priceless gems as well, and other priceless metals. It's the friction which makes Christ-like character. It's the fellowship of his sufferings which brings about Christ-like character. The symbolism is rich. Pearls are made uh, when an irritant, such as a wayward food particle, becomes trapped in a mollusk. It takes six months to four years for a pearl to form. And natural pearls are extremely rare. So, you know, to take that and throw that in kind of the, the symbolism of this, uh, this parable as well. But let's never forget, you are the pearl of great price. It's true, the interpretation of these parables can vary from, from the pearl being you, um, people, people, um, you know, a, a community of believers, a church, or Israel as the pearl. But I prefer the evangelistic approach as you are the pearl of great price, or, or the hidden treasure in the world that God himself gave his only son, everything to purchase back our souls from the realm of the dead, from the pit of hell, to bring to the knowledge of heaven and salvation. Rest in the fact that mankind is the greatest of God's creations. And we were worthy of the greatest cost that um, that it cost the God of the universe. But he did this to show his love. John 15, 13. Greater love is this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. This is how much we know he loves us. Romans 5, 6. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Your soul, your salvation, was so important to God that he was willing to suffer and die to fulfill a covenant, all in order to create a greater one. A covenant not of goats and bulls and sacrifices, but one of the heart. A newer covenant, where he puts the law deep in our soul, Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-three. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that, that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. This is the great exchange. This is the business exchange or legal fulfillment that occurred on the cross. Jesus fulfilled the written code of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, only to release a greater one. Receive the great exchange in a greater way today. Realize he paid it all to restore broken relationship with you and to sever the hindrances of sin, temptation, and the grave. It's all about relationship. It's all about restoration redemption, and above all, it's all about his love for us, his creation, his family. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Message to Kings. Check out the website, message to Feel free to connect with us at message kings at gmail.com.